Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you're in ministry anywhere, serving, volunteering, you're a staff member at, at a church or a ministry, this is the podcast you want to be listening to do. Today's topic is, I feel like what I do doesn't matter. I feel like what I do does not matter. Listen, sometimes we can get into this place where we feel like our serving, our volunteering, where the work we do as a staff member doesn't matter. But but this is actually not the case. What we do always matters. We're going to be talking about how to look at that. If we let this feeling like our, our actions don't matter, if we leave it in place, it's going to begin to grow. And what will happen is it'll cause us to, to, to not serve well, to not work well, to do things with the wrong attitude, even develop resentment, not only towards where we're serving, but towards our leadership. And that's, we're not going to have that. That's not what we want to do. So this actually took me a, a, a little while to, to figure out exactly how I wanted to say it, because there's many ways to look at this in so many of the solutions I've heard to to people saying, hey, I don't feel like my actions matter, are surface solutions. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but they really don't speak to the heart of the matter. It's solutions like, uh, I need to have my, my leadership reassure me, you know, pat me on the back, make me feel good emotionally about what I'm doing. Or, or having friends say, you know, I see how faithful you are, man, I really appreciate that. Those things are good. I'm not saying they're bad, but that really doesn't solve the problem or some type of even an incentive or volunteer of the month or something like that. None of those are bad, but they don't really speak to the heart of the issue. I don't feel like my actions count. I don't feel like my opening these doors or I don't feel like my shaking people's hands. I really don't feel like it's making a difference that I'm doing this right, that I'm, or, or not, not that I'm doing it right, that, that it's really worth it. It's worth it to others and worth it to me. Hmm. And that thinking, that thinking will creep in on you. So let me start this outward circumstances. If they are required, if you need outward circumstances to feel at peace or feel like what you're doing is worth it, you're already in trouble. And so that's where we want to look. That's where we want to start dealing with is the heart of this feeling. I feel like my serving doesn't count. If I'm not here to play drums, what's it matter? They're just going to get another drummer. If I'm not here to to uh, to 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 work on those the uh, on the server, get the email back up and running. Well, there's five companies in town. They'll just call one of them. They'll get it done. Doesn't matter if I'm here or not. Doesn't matter what I do. Hmm. What's really happening when we feel like that? It's a warning sign. Warning sign that a change is coming up. Well, possibly, but usually that's not the case. Warning sign that you're advancing spiritually and you're growing past this level of ministry. No, that's not either. It's actually a critical warning sign. Listen to this statement, that your value system has become distorted and you're heading down a road that could lead you to quit serving altogether. When you begin to feel like your actions don't matter, it's because you're not in the right place in the way you value your actions. You're not seeing them from the right perspective. And we're gonna look at that. Now, I do wanna take a, a second and just make a side note here. It is possible for you to feel like your actions are small or, or that you should be doing more and not fall into disappointment or disillusionment over your actions. That's usually happening when God is calling you up to the next level and 
big and here, you have a great thriving relationship with God personally and with your leadership. See, it's possible for you to feel that in you and it not be wrong. Let me tell you, if it's if that feeling is leading you to disillusionment or disappointment or to question, is this even worth it? That is not a right feeling. Okay, You can say, I think I should be doing more because God is calling me up. Not, I think these actions aren't worth it. Those are two different thought processes that go on. So I just wanted to throw that in there and, and not getting you out of the way. And just, just to keep on the side note there, when God is calling you up to a next level, is generally not meant for you to pursue it, but to prepare for it spiritually in the background. Okay? We don't build. We don't seek. We don't, we don't take our time to make our opportunities happen. We allow God to do that through his faithfulness and his grace so that you'll never try to own the ministry that God has called you to. Just remember, I've said it in past podcasts, you can never fully walk in a ministry you're not willing to walk away from because it'll own you. But we won't get into all that. Listen, when we have this feeling, my actions don't count. My actions really don't matter. What I'm doing is, is, is little. No, it's not valuable. We have a heart problem. And nothing does more, nothing works harder on our life than our heart. Nothing sways a person more than their heart. Not even close. And if we continue some early warning signs of this, you, you begin to lose motivation. Uh, you'll, you won't be uh, excellent, won't be faithful. You'll begin to resent the work. What's it matter anyway? I'll, I'll just do whatever I want. That, that attitude can creep into you. You begin to resent the people, jealousies form. You begin to have thoughts like, hey, the reason I'm not doing more is because my leader won't promote me. It's obviously political. They're only going to promote their friends. You begin to pull God's faithfulness out of it, the, the, the work of the Spirit, the favor of God out of the way you think about what you do. If you leave this thought process in place, it'll lead you down a road you don't want to be down. So let's look at this. When it comes to our lives and the things we do, we all assign value to things. And it's easy sometimes to get that wrong. And this is why the world's way of valuing work will never stay the test of time. The the world's way of valuing your life or what you do, if you look at it in the wrong way, you look at it through through the carnal nature, you look at it through, through the way the world sees valuable things, it'll always fluctuate and always move. Only God's value system is eternal. Only God's value. When we begin to feel like that, something's gone wrong. Like our actions don't count. Like what I'm serving, what I'm doing, where I'm, it doesn't matter. Things have gone wrong. How do we fix it? Here it is. Here's the the real problem. The root of the problem. Are you ready? You've disconnected. Now listen to me. I'm going to say this. It may make you upset. Stick with me. Don't just turn the podcast off. When you begin to feel like your actions don't matter, you're serving the, your staff position, that what you do for ministry doesn't really matter. You've disconnected your relationship with God from your everyday life. Your serving is no longer a worship. It's just work. That's where this is. And that's the hard reality of it. And I'm not talking about this just because it's in the Bible. I'm talking about this because I have lived it. This is not a lesson. This is an experience I lived in. I understand this. Where you begin to question, why am I here? What am I doing this for? What's it really matter? Blah, 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 blah. Your heart has disconnected from God. 
Listen, and well, I don't want to get my head. We'll get there. Here's what you do. When you went, you say, all right, Chad, I'm feeling that way. Probably my heart isn't right about some things. There, Listen, there ought to be a joy in your serving, no matter what it is. And I have been on both ends of this, okay? I have been the guy who is unlocking doors early in the morning, just frustrated. Here I am. It is 6.15 in the morning. I'm coming to get some stuff ready for church. So ready for, because I, I, I actually am a staff member at a church. I'm coming to get some stuff ready. And what I'm about to do, no one's even going to see. They don't even know it went wrong. They don't even know it needs to be fixed. They couldn't fix it anyway. When I do this, no one's going to even care. I'm just up here before the sun comes up doing this and blah, 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 blah. See, I've been on both sides of it, though. With my heart right before God, I'm like, man, I'm coming in. I'm going to, God, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to come and work. I'm unlocking this door, turning off that alarm. I'm like, it's 6.15 in the morning. It's 6 in the morning. There's no one here. God, I thank you that you gave me a heart of faithfulness. I'm going to go into my office. I'm going to get this problem solved. It's, I'm going to do it with excellence. I believe your Holy Spirit's going to help me. That whole moment that no one sees is an interaction between you and God personally. And that's what's happening when you're serving. You are living with God, not just for God, not just unto God, with him in relationship in those moments. Listen, this doesn't matter if you, it doesn't just apply to ministry. This applies to everywhere you work. You could be an attorney and you could be a receptionist. Same rule applies. Same rule applies. Are you doing what you are doing unto God. Is he a part of your daily life? Did you spend some time in prayer and then put your relationship on pause and then go and do all these other things without God? Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we section him off to a section of our life. Listen, let me get into a couple of scriptures here. I'm I'm really just going to kind of bounce through these because they say so much so clearly. Colossians 3.17 says this, and whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Listen, when you're ready to start dealing with this wrong attitude in your heart, when you're ready to begin to correct this, as with all problems in your life, all problems, listen to me, all problems in your life start with the same solution. It starts with the word with reading your Bible and finding out what the Word of God has to say about the heart of the issue you're dealing with. It always starts there. Colossians 3.17, give thanks, whether in word or deed, for everything you do. Give thanks and do it unto God. Colossians 3.23 and 24, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. So many times when we feel like our actions don't matter, it's because we're not getting patted on the back. And my pastor has said it for years and years. He's like, I don't have a problem telling people thank you, but if you need my thank you to motivate you, you've got a heart problem. And, and, and that's so true. It's so true. Colossians 3 verse 24, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ Jesus that you're serving. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Let me tell you who is watching when no one else is. God is. Let me tell you who is being honored by your faithful and excellent actions when no one else honors you. God is being honored. 
each one of those moments. Now, listen to this. Listen to this concept because you need to have it in your day. You need to have this in your life, this thinking. Each moment you are alive, you are interacting with God in some way. Let me say this again so you understand it. Each moment you are alive, you are interacting with God in some way. Even if you hate God with everything, which I doubt you'd be listening to this podcast, but those who hate God with everything that in them, they are have, as they, you know, yell and scream or, or, you know, curse God, they curse him with his air in their lungs. They are held to this planet by his gravity. He created it. I can't remember how long it takes light from the sun to get to the earth, three, four minutes, eight minutes, something like that. But I mean, if the sun went out right now, mankind can do nothing about it. Each one of us lives under the mercies of God, interacts with his greatness all day. What you need to do is through relationship. Now, I didn't say just studying the word, just praying, just worshiping, but genuine, internal, intimate communication and fellowship with God, you begin to look at your day and say, God is with me. And see, when that begins to happen, the value, okay, because we're, we're looking at a value problem, the value of what you do never dissipates because everything you do, God is with you in it. And you're doing it unto God. It is a true intimate relationship. I am pushing this buggy through Target, and you know what? God is with me. Oh, man, there's what I was looking for. Man, God is with me. Oh, man, I'm driving down the road. I'm, you know, I'm going on vacation. God is with me. I'm pumping gas in the car. God is with me. I'm serving at this place. I'm just, I'm just really keeping people out of this, you know, maybe there's a special meeting going on at your facility. I'm just keeping people out of this hallway. Those doors are locked and the lights are off back here. People aren't supposed to be here. I'm just making sure they don't come back here. God is with you. He sees your faithfulness. He's not just watching it from a distance. He is participating with you in that moment. Listen to this, listen to this, to whatever level you will allow him. He's there with you. To whatever level you'll let him in, he's there with you. That's how you'll notice it. Take, if you're feeling like you, you are, your actions don't matter, that the things that you do for serving or for ministry, that anyone can do them, anyone can replace you. I'm going to be honest with you. That's true. Anyone can come in and do what you do, no matter who you are. I mean, and, and there's two sides of that. Doesn't doesn't mean you're not unique. It doesn't mean that God doesn't need you. What I'm saying is God can raise up anyone to do anything. He has a specific plan and purpose for your life, but he, 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 can, he can do it without you. He would rather do it in fellowship with you. Does that make sense? Now, I don't want to get into all the spiritual authority things that if God could do anything he wanted, I don't, I'm not preaching some kind of weird sovereignty gospel where if God wanted to do everything that happens as God's will, that's not true because I guarantee you God does not want people to go to hell and people still go. He definitely wants everybody to live joyfully and happily in every single promise he's given you. And that's not true either. Don't take it. Don't take what I'm saying out of context. What I'm saying is this. There are so many things that other people can do. 
If you play an instrument, if you serve in your ministry in any way, you're you're maybe you're a youth leader at a church, uh, uh, maybe you're a business administrator at, at at a ministry, maybe you're you're a logistics coordinator for a missions organization. Yes, God can bring someone else in. You should not feel valuable because you're the only one who can do it. What you set your hand to should be valuable because God is with you, and because you love God in those moments with every action. And it is so true. It is so true. Listen to me. It is so true what I'm saying. Your actions matter to God. They count to him. Serve God with all your heart. And if you're, you're struggling with that, like I said, get into the word. I just I gave you some scriptures. Here's another one. I didn't even get a chance to read it yet. Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Quick recap of those scriptures, Colossians 3.17, Colossians 3.23 and 24, 1 Corinthians 10.31, Proverbs 3.6. Guys, this is just a few. This is just a few. So many scriptures that say, work with me, acknowledge me, honor me with your actions. I'm there with you. If you're struggling, get into the word. Second of all, begin to be thankful. Begin to be thankful that you can even serve that you even know who God is. There's so much to be thankful for. Be thankful for all God's done to you. Three, begin to praise him. Let your thankfulness lead you into praise. God, I praise you for your great works. I praise you for all the the great things, for salvation, for redemption, for the mercy on my very life. You are great and glorious. I'm telling you to begin to wipe that attitude out of your life. Don't forget to worship. Spend personal time. Just loving God. Father, I love you. God, I know you're great. I want to know you more. Help me to understand you. You're so beautiful. You're so great. You're so majestic. Take those times. Let that begin to recalibrate your value system so that what you do is not measured by the world's way, which is constantly fluctuating, always moving. It's like a target you can never hit. Recalibrate your heart to value your actions the way God sees them. Honor God with your life. Honor him with your time. Honor him with your motives. Let God begin to work in your life. And listen, here's here's a very practical way. If you're feeling, I don't care if it's in the workplace, in a ministry or not, if you're feeling like your actions don't matter. I mean, I just gave, I just talked about, you know, get in the word, Thanksgiving, praise, worship, but here's a very simple, practical way you can start all the time. You need to be praying before you go, before you go to work, before you go serve, before you go play the drums, before you go, you know, work on the computer servers, before you go into the shipping department, before you go and do your logistics work for the day. Begin to pray. God, you're here with me. Help me all day. Show me your faithfulness today. Help me to see it in a better way. I believe for favor today, wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Father, without you, I can't do it, but I'm going to work my best and believe you're going to be in it. I'm trusting you to come alongside of me. Partner with me in this day. You begin to pray over what you're doing before you show up and do it. Before. That doesn't mean you can't during and that doesn't mean you can't after, but do it before you get there. It'll begin to change the way you look. And that's not just ministry. That's work. That's school. That's whatever it is that you do. You put God in it. And you won't have that problem where you begin to say, I don't think what I'm doing counts. I don't think my actions matter. 
It's going to crush it. Crush that attitude right out of your life. And you don't want it in there. Leave it into place. It's going to bring resentment, frustration, cause you to doubt your life, God, and your leadership. We don't want that. Amen. Listen, that's all the time I've got today for today's podcast. I hope it was a blessing to you. If it was, as always, share it with someone, share the podcast with them, and let us know. Listen, you're looking us up on Facebook, Ministry Staff Podcast, on Instagram, Ministry Staff Podcast, and of course, on the website, ministrystaffpodcast.com. Drop us a drop us a line, drop us an email, let us know if it's a blessing to you. And there you go. Listen, got another podcast coming up in just a few days. Check it out. Talk to you then.